bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello everyone, I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, China's exports rose by 8.9% in April while imports shrank at a faster pace. And China strengthens management of the real estate brokerage sector. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's trade sector grew 8.9% in April in Yuan's terms, data released by the Chinese Customs showed on Tuesday. In particular, the export sector reported a double-digit growth rate of 16.8% during the month from a year earlier, while imports slid by 0.8% year-on-year, which showed that domestic demand are still in the progress of recovery, observers said. On a month-on-month basis, April's export fell by 6.4%, while the imports shrank by 9.7%. In the first four months, China's trade has grown by 5.8% year-on-year to about 13 trillion yuan, an acceleration from a 4.8% growth in the first quarter, according to the customs data. Exports jumped 10.6% over the same period of 2022 to 7.67 trillion yuan, while total imports stayed almost flat at 5.65 trillion yuan. Analysts noted that the overall trade situation remains grim, with the main pressure coming from falling external demand. In April, the global manufacturing PMI fell 0.5 percentage point from the previous month to 48.6 percent, falling for the second consecutive month to the lowest level since June 2020, according to the Chinese Federation for Logistics and Purchasing. Global consumer demand weakened after the U.S. Federal Reserve and central banks in Europe and Asia raised interest rates to cold inflation that was near melted decade highs by reining in business and consumer activity. China's trade with ASEAN economies, its biggest trading partner, rose by 13.9% to 2.09 trillion yuan in the periods from January to April, while trade with the US dropped by 4.2%. Trade with the EU, meanwhile, continued to grow by 4.2% year-on-year. Elsewhere, trade with Bell and Road countries maintained momentum by soaring 16% year-on-year. Automobiles led the jump in China's overseas shipments in the first four months, with the value more than doubling from a year ago. They were followed by a 41% rise in refined oil and a 33% increase in steel products. China's Ministry of Housing and Urban Rural Development and the State Administration for Market Regulation have jointly released a guideline aimed at standardizing real estate brokerage industry yesterday. Regulatory measures have been released in 10 fields, which include the registration of institutions and brokers, the determination of service charges, and the protection of personal information. The guidance emphasizes the protection of the legitimate rights and interests of transaction parties and proposes a reasonable determination of brokerage service fees. Instead of directly regulating fees, the policy encourages negotiations between transaction parties based on factors such as service content, quality and market supply demand dynamics. It also urged brokerage institutions to reasonably reduce the cost of housing sales and rental services and to refrain from exploiting a dominant market position to charge higher prices for their services. Moving on to some regional highlights. Guangdong province has outlined targets for clean production toward 2025, including reduced energy consumption per unit and expanded electrification and the use of clean energy, such as solar and hydrogen power. 
By 2025, Guangdong will have basically established a system for promoting cleaner production, according to an announcement released by the province's top economic planner on Monday. The province also aims to improve the efficiency of energy and resource utilization during 2023 to 25. By 2025, energy consumption per unit of GDP and energy consumption per unit of added value of major industrial enterprises will both be reduced by 14% compared with 2020. Among the targets, Guangdong would also promote the use of energy efficient and low carbon means of transport, as it will develop hydrogen fuel cell vehicles and promote the use of vessels powered by liquefied natural gas and pure electric vessels. By 2025, service areas of expressways will be fully equipped with high-speed charging stations and piles, and shore power coverage for ships in port will reach more than 70%. Shanghai ranked first among Chinese mainland cities in terms of number of newly opened first stores by domestic and international brands last year, and in the first four months of this year, the Shanghai Municipal Commission of Commerce said on Sunday. Altogether, 1,073 newly opened first stores of various categories were added in Shanghai last year, while another 375 first stores were opened from January to April this year, and nearly one in six were deemed as high-level first stores, the commission said. Zibo, an industrial city in Shandong province that has gone viral across the nation with its unique barbecue industry, recorded 105.77 billion yuan of GDP in the first quarter of 2023, up 4.7% year-on-year. The added value of the city's tertiary industry reached 52.52 billion yuan, up 4.7%, the Zibo Bureau of Statistics said on Sunday. First quarter retail sales rose by 8.3% year-on-year, and sales in the accommodation sector surged 16% and sales in catering were up 25.2%. Kunming in southwestern Yunnan province has been given the green light by the Chinese Aviation Authority to enhance the size of its international airport at a cost of 20.7 billion yuan making it the latest airport in the region to be transformed into a major aviation hub. The Kunming Changshui International Airport plans to add two new runways and boost its passenger throughput to 95 million people a year, up from 48 million in 2019, according to the China Aviation Administration of China. It will be able to handle 1 million metric tons of cargo a year and 633,000 takeoffs and landings. Next on industry and company news, Xiaodu Technology will launch its first AI-driven mobile phone later this month. The AI arm of Chinese internet giant Baidu said today, confirming the announcement made on social media by CEO Jing Kun yesterday. Called Xiaodu Qinghe, the company said the device will integrate its capacities in AI-related technologies, calling it a new species in the smartphone segment, and more product details will be announced next week. Douyu shares sank after China's cybersecurity watchdog said late Monday that it has dispatched a team of officials to Douyu to oversee a month-long ratification effort to address serious problems such as pornographic and vulgar content. The Cyberspace Administration of China sent a working group to Douyu yesterday to help the game-centric live-streaming giants rectify issues. 
Doyu said it will actively cooperate with inspection and guidance offered by officials from the local cyberspace administration and carry out in-depth content rectification in accordance with regulatory requirements. Shares of Dajing Heavy Industries surged nearly 4% after China's biggest private maker of foundations for wind power parks. City has won its largest offshore monopile order of 547 million euros from an European consortium. A unit of the wind power equipment giant has been chosen by a Germany-registered consortium of three product companies as its preferred supplier and to provide it with monopile foundations for its offshore wind farms in Europe, the company said in a statement yesterday. Douyin, the Chinese version of TikTok, is calling for content creators to be transparent about the use of artificial intelligence tools on the platform. Content creators, live streamers, users and advertisers on Douyin should mark AI-generated content with an appropriate label provided by the platform. The short video application operated by Bystands announced today. Moreover, Douyin will ask owners of avatars to register with a real name from today to protect such virtual identities, it added. U.S. professional networking platform LinkedIn will discontinue its Chinese app in August and downsize its Chinese team because of the fierce domestic competition and a challenging macroeconomic climate. In Korea, will shut down on August 9, the firm announced today. LinkedIn will continue to have a presence in China and will focus on providing other services, including assisting Chinese companies to hire foreign talent and build international brands, it added. Berkshire Hathaway, the investment company owned by Warren Buffett, has further cut its stake in electric vehicle maker BYD to less than 10% after cashing in 462.1 million Hong Kong dollars. It sold 1.96 million shares on May the 2nd, after which Berkshire's holding in BYD's issued age shares were lower to 9.87%, a falling to the Hong Kong Stock Exchange yesterday showed. Switching is financial news. The Chinese arm of London headquarter banking giant HSBC Holdings has launched a 30 billion yuan green credit fund to support Chinese firms' effort in low-carbon development. The new fund is based on the insight of Chinese companies going abroad and going green. Ji Ma, head of commercial banking at the HSBC Bank China, said yesterday. Besides consulting services, HSBC China will provide a dedicated loan review channel and preferential interest rates to eligible loan applicants. Wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks failed on Tuesday as investors digested soft trade data. The benchmark Shanghai Composite sank 1.1% and the Shenzhen component lost 0.9%. Hong Kong stocks suffer heavy losses as well, with the Hang Seng Index diving 2.1% and the Tech Index tumble 3%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.